Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hello, everybody. So wonderful to be here with you today. Our reading today brings up some wonderful topics. We talk about our stopping places and how we can navigate across the threshold. We look at surrender and how we can surrender to spirit without giving up our power. I also talk about being a soul on a journey and what that means. And then I have a beautiful poem to share, Rumi's Guest House. So I hope you enjoy our show for today. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Well, thank you, Sarah. Um, so recently, I've been exploring the practice of truly, gently letting go. And I've realized that when I do that and I truly um, do not attach to the outcome, then the miracles happen. But it's a new practice. So I would love to hear any guidance that you may have about that. So you're showing me, I'm trying to think of what the word is or what they are. They're, um, they're like children's construction materials. So there's, it's like when kids build things, there's plastic pieces and they push them together and there's rods and there's little pieces that connect the ends and uh, it's, you're building this like scaffolding kind of structure with these children's connector blocks. So I get the sense that when you were a kid, you had to construct a version of a world around you in order for you to feel safe. And you're showing me yourself building this you know, kid structure and you're hiding in there and it's like, it's your safe space. Um, getting this sort of idea that, you know, there's like a blanket over it and you're making it into a fort and it's your safe space and you go inside there to hide. And there's this feeling and sense that even though, you know, anybody could have come and knocked this fort over it was really felt solid and safe to you. And as you are stepping into this new practice of letting go and surrendering and trusting, that little girl who built this fort to protect her is feeling a little uncertain about the process because her fort is really... um, special to her and she she still needs it part of you still needs it and so she's feeling a little wonky with this 
So as I offer that to you, what, what comes up for you? Hmm. I was trying to remember back in my childhood and what if I had moments like that. And I certainly did enjoy making tents with bed sheets and blankets of all sorts. And, and I can sense that there would be something of that, of, you know, letting go of that safe, that safety of what I've always known. And, and embarking on something new, of course, when you let go, I think that's what happens, right? So, yeah. And, right, spirit speaks in metaphors. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it is bringing forward the fort analogy or metaphor for you to connect in with that, that part of you. And yet, it's not necessarily specifically the fort. It's more this place inside you that you've constructed. Mm-hmm. And so what do you know about that place inside you? Hmm. Well, I guess it's the known, I imagine. I think like there's safety in the known, maybe. Yeah, that's all I'm really feeling at the moment. It's just a secure place, you know? Okay. So let's dive into your question a little bit deeper. So this, you know, trusting, letting go and being in this new practice, what's something connected to that that you would like to explore a little bit deeper? Um, Probably relating to where I'm working at the moment, um, the government, and then also exploring, uh, teaching mindfulness, doing some healing work, and finding the balance between the two and being really ready to let go of one so I can nurture the other. As you're talking, the sensation is rising up in my body and these beautiful wings are like expanding and extending out and just there feels like so much freedom for you in that Mm -hmm. space of following your heart. Yes. That sounds very delightful. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the stopping places? that you bump up against when you are looking at leaving this sort of safe uh, government job that you've constructed and it's, you know, there's stability of money and yes, of just being there, right? Like those things. And then applying this like freedom and surrender, letting go piece to stepping into more of what your heart desires. Um, yes, you, you mentioned financial stability, of course. I have a daughter to sort of I'm still responsible for, so that definitely comes into account. And I think it's more also about trusting the timing of it all. It's kind of like, this is what I wish, but I'd like to let it go because it may not look like what I'm expecting. So I guess it's about being okay where I am, but putting it out there and then really letting it go and be open to what comes my way, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And that is actually a theme that has been playing through (laughs) the podcast and some other work I've been doing where there's this process of creating inward, right? That vision, what is it that we want to create and then surrendering Mm -hmm. and then creating outward, which is taking the small steps in the direction of what it is you want. And then again, surrendering. So there's this uh, what they're saying is it's believing 
in your power to create what you want. Mm -hmm. And yes, it is a beautiful practice to surrender. And it is part of, like you said, is when the miracles happen. Yet the piece that like the little missing link is really believing in your power as a creative being Mm -hmm. and not surrendering the power that you have when you surrender the vision. Mm -hmm. And I get the sense that you're letting a little bit of that happen. Yes, because I'm just sort of at the cusp of that, you know, I can just feel the shift that of truly believing that I'm a creator and it's just really recent where I've known about it for a long time whatever you know reading about it and so forth but I think I feel now it's just starting to become like a a possibility like a true possibility so of course there's the remnants of the you know the doubt and the yeah the doubt mostly and the and the questioning and and all of that so yeah, when you say questioning, what are some of the questions that come up? Well, it's more like, I guess they're they're just doubts, you know, but they're like, I don't entertain them like I used to. So whenever they come, I'm like, no, you have no place. <laughs> you don't serve me anymore. And I didn't used to do it so much before, but now I'm like, no, I have no excuse <laughs> to not start creating, you know, what, what I, what, um, what I vision, I suppose, and I'm also already surrendering it to the highest will because my will may not be aligned with, you know, my the higher will of myself, you know, or if for lack of better words. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I so there's a couple things there I was tracking. Surrendering to the higher will, yes, and that's where the power is leaking. So Mm -hmm. really just pay attention to when you're caught in that space of allowing the dream to be what you think you should have. Mm -hmm. And where like, so, oh, if it's in a higher good for me, like there's just like a leak in there of power. Whereas really being clear on this is what I want and I am going for it and spirit I would love you to support me in this and something better Mm -hmm. right rather than just saying oh spirit whatever you wish for me which I'm not saying you're entirely doing but there's a big difference between those two things Mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting because I guess I I guess it's a question of how much we control, how much we are in control of. And right. And that's yes. where the surrender piece comes, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not talking about controlling. That's right. I'm saying, this is my big dream. I really want your support and I surrender mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> yes. I'm not surrendering my dream. I'm not surrendering my power. I'm just surrendering the outcome, like from my place of power. Yes, that sounds better. I'm surrendering it to you. Yes, mm-hmm. to you, which is kind of me still. Yes, right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. The mm. other piece in that that I was tracking was your relationship with doubt, mm-hmm. and I love your progress and that you are not letting those voices hold you back. Mm-hmm. And. I'd love to offer you sort of the next stage or the next step in that process. And it's 
it's rather than turning away from the parts of us that are saying things, it's turning towards. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, the doubt shows up. The doubt is probably always going to show up. That's just how we're made. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) It's the relationship that we have with the doubt and the words that we get to change. Yes. Yes, I I don't. Sorry, I didn't mean to imply that I would turn them away. I just am very aware of their presence. And so I don't acknowledge that it's there, but I don't entertain it and go into the story of it, I guess, if that makes, if that's a bit clearer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's still like another step that I found or have found is very powerful is when I say, all right, doubt, you're showing up here again. You're my old friend. You're Mm -hmm. all here when I'm ready to expand. What, what do you want to say? What, what, let me hear it all. I would love for you to share your heart with me. And then doubt gets to tell you all the stuff, right? It's the same old story. You really, you already know it, but you let doubt say it, but you witness it. You don't get carried along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And that way doubt then can go, oh, thanks for listening. And then it's quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, that's a very good approach too. Yes. Yeah. It's a good suggestion. Yeah. And what I found is that with that approach, we're including everybody, all of us, right? Like everybody's Mm. welcome to what's happening. They don't get to drive the bus. They don't even get to like take you on the, the trip of the story, but they do get to be part of it in a way that is loving and held. And I have found in my life when I do that in different ways that that surrender piece is easier and the magic happens of the next step arriving and appearing. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like Rumi's poem, the guest house. Yes. Thank Mm -hmm. you for bringing that in. Yes. Oh, I love that poem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all of you gets to be here at the party of your expansion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So where where would you like to take this as far as, you know, looking at it more with work or how can I support you? Well, I think it's, it's um, more of my self-awareness of where I am being aware of my thought patterns. And I don't know how to say just being just open, really just open to being guided, you know, Um, it's always been a bit of a challenge for me. So even this ex- is exchanges is part of, of, of my journey at the moment, you know? <laughs> How badly do you want to move in this other direction of work? I wouldn't say I badly want to. I, I guess there's a part of me that's just going with the flow and I'm putting things out there and I am being proactive and speaking to my manager about certain things or you know like I'm just I put it out there and then I'm just like okay if this is going to unfold then I've done my part you know and and that's a beautiful that's that creation process right having the vision Mm -hmm. and then you're doing the outward things of talking to your manager and setting things in motion for yourself one of the things that can be helpful is 
to have a daily creation practice. Mm. So you uh, do what you're doing on a daily basis. Mm, That's a good idea. That collapses time, right? Like the more the way that you magically interact with the universe or spirit source, that part of you that creates is sort of saying, okay, I'm, I'm showing up every day for what I want. And it allows that energy to move in a faster way and collapse the time and space because everything we want is already here with us. If we can mm-hmm. see it and imagine it, it's in our field. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, what stops us from being connected to it or having it here in our lives right now is most often just our resistance. And, and do you it, feel there's a timing as well for things to come? Or is that a belief system? Well, that's an interesting question, right? If we <laughs> speak in the space of that time doesn't even exist. <laughs> right. That's right. In this I mean, linear I, time. <laughs> right. And I believe in divine timing, like things do yes. arrive when we are ready for them. Mm-hmm. And yet I do think that we have creative uh, like ability within that divine timing to Mm -hmm. accelerate it. Like if we really, really, really want something to happen, the more, I'm sure this has happened to you before, the more you focus on it, the more you put your attention on it, the more you do in the direction of it, it does appear sooner than if we just kind of say, oh, whenever it happens. Mm -hmm. Like concentrated. Yeah, we have that uh, like creative sort of our our attention, right? Wherever we put our attention, whatever we put it on grows. That's just sort of a natural law. It's like those, um, you know, when you start to look for signs or if like when you're buying a new car, for instance, (laughs) and you get that car, all of a sudden, it seems like everybody on the road is driving the same car as you, but Mm -hmm. you didn't notice them before. But now your attention is on that particular car. And so you see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's that, right? Like that creative, that power that we hold from what our attention, what we put our attention on. Mm -hmm. And it can go both ways, negative and positive. (laughs) Exactly. Yep, it does. For sure. (laughs) The more I focus on how upset I am because my husband didn't do the dishes, he's probably never going to do the dishes. (laughs) So. Yes, I like the suggestion of the daily. So daily for just the vision or just daily for any little sense of like creative uh, process? Like it doesn't have to be just for, let's say my work situation. Like, can it be for just every little, you know, moments of creation, whether it's to do with, I don't know, something to do in the house, something to do with the person, something, um you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's whatever. Yeah. We create our life anyway. Like we, yes. we don't think we do, but we're always creating our life. Every mm-hmm. choice, everything we look at, every thought we think, every decision mm-hmm. we make creates the life that extends out in front of us. Yes, agreed. So why, right? So why not do it intentionally? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like every yes. day, intentionally create what you want that to look like. Yeah. Especially when you start your day, when you wake up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when, when you I... end. And when you end your day too, because 
however I feel when I go to sleep, whatever my last thought is or whatever was on my mind, I tend to wake up with it as well. So. Yes. Yeah, it, it exactly. Morning and evening are mm-hmm. two really, really powerful times to create. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Good, good reminder. Thank you. Yeah. Does this um, feel like an okay place to land or is there anything else? It's a good place to land, Sarah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Karen, for this beautiful call and conversation and for the topics that it has brought up for us today. One of the first things I wanted to talk about is the idea of stopping places. And those, in my experience, are... The places that we stop, where we will allow ourselves to go to a certain edge, and then we stop. And that can look many different ways in many different things. And it's it's about when we reach this edge, we tend to bump up against sensation. Sensation that we have suppressed sensation that we are not willing to feel, sensation that is too much for us. And so we stop. We decide that we're not going to go any further. So when we can really get in touch with what those stopping places are inside us and why we are stopping, what's the root cause that is not allowing us to go a little further, to step into the version of our future, of our life, of ourself that we are so longing for. These stopping places hold rich, rich wisdom for what we need to do or who, what part of ourself we need to be with in order to feel what we are not willing to feel. And when we begin turning towards this part of ourself where we stop, and we get familiar with it, and we can nurture it, and we can hold it differently, we get to bring that part of ourselves along with us, and we also get to move past our stopping place. We get to keep going. We get to move in the direction of deepening our inner guidance, our intuition, fulfilling our dreams, creating our life without stopping, really embracing all of who we are and allowing ourselves to step over that threshold. And so I'd love to offer you a journaling exercise where you look at what are your stopping places? What are the things you want? And what is stopping you from actually having them? What are the things you tell yourself about why you're not deeply connected to your intuition? Why you're not listening to your guides? Why you're choosing other options that aren't supporting you? And spend some time journaling. What's that stopping place about? And how can you allow yourself to be in the sensation, in the feelings, in whatever you discover? When we begin to hold this place more gently, we actually start giving ourselves permission to cross that threshold and to make different choices and to move along in a direction. Another powerful topic that came up for Karen and I was this idea of surrender. And 
that when we surrender to spirit, when we surrender to the universe, to the highest good for ourselves, is that we don't actually surrender our power along with that, whereby we make what's outside of ourselves or what's beyond our control more powerful than what we are capable of deciding to do for ourselves. It's a very fine line and that surrender piece though brings in so much magic. It's where the miracles happen. It's where you begin to feel that connection deep within your body and your bones and your soul essence that wakes up and says, I am in surrender, yet I am still in my inner authority. I am still in my power, and I am still going to keep taking step after step, making choices, making decisions in the direction of what I wish for. With this idea of surrendering, that it might not look the way that I thought it would look. And the path that I'm taking might be a little bit different or quite different to the one I originally thought would get me where I wanted to be. But when we sort of just give away our power in our surrender, there's a sense of like, oh, well, I don't really care. I didn't really want it anyway that can happen. And so my encouragement to you is to not allow that to seep into the surrender, to really just surrender in faith and love, knowing that Everything is to your advantage. Everything is part of the journey. And you still get to be a co-creator in what is happening all the way along the path. And this leads nicely into this next topic of you are a soul on a journey. And so the way I experience it or understand it is that we are all little pieces of the divine of spirit, of God, that are here on earth so that spirit can realize itself in human form. That makes us divine. That makes us magical, amazing, creative, capable of so much more than we believe we are. We're coming back into this time of awakening where that is opening up and more people are remembering this truth of our spiritual existence. And because of this, we have this amazing capacity to create because we are directly co-creating with spirit. And the dreams and desires that we have are coming from spirit. They are part of what spirit wants to actualize and experience in this plane that we live in here on earth. And so by you living into your dreams and your desires and deepening your connection to this animistic part of yourself, you are allowing spirit to be here on earth with you. Animism is the knowing that everything has life, everything has a soul, that all of nature around you is alive, the animals, the stones, the grasses, the plants, the food we eat, everything has life, everything has a soul. And we are part of that intricate web that weaves us all together. We're not separate from any of it. And through this, we are able to connect more deeply with the soul that exists inside of us. And as this soul here on a journey, we're here to experience everything. 
And I love that Karen brought up the guest house poem by Rumi, who is just a favorite poet of mine. And in closing today, I would like to read that for you. Namaste. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assist me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.